Are we good? Are we going? Are we rolling? I've Sounds? been recording for eight minutes. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> we got some good Glad that bits one in there. Nice. In. Then I'll, I'll introduce the show. Yeah. Sure. Let me finish crunching. Okay. Crunchitize me, Captain. Welcome to another week of All Fights Considered. I am your first, best, and only host, Jevin Kokash. And I am your 2020th host, Jason Duvall. And I am your 0.5th host, a cursed host, merely half a host, Jordan Neal. And, and with us this week, it's 2020, and you know what that means. The ban is over. Cody Frost is back with us. Say what's up. Oh, he's not allowed to speak, though. Not allowed to speak. Yeah, but he is on the pod. Yeah. Confirmed this week. He's Cody here. Frost. It's so good to have you back. So Don't say anything, but I'm so glad. Do be quiet. You're going to mess up all the audio if you speak, but so good to have you here. Yeah. Jevin, yeah. we did unplug his mic. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good, good, good. Cody, can we just check your levels right, real quick? Just yell, scream as loud as you can. Okay, good. Jason, we're not getting any of that. Here. No, right. not getting any of it. But good. I did want to ask Cody, what was what were your thoughts on Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse? Really? Interesting take. Yeah. Wow. Interesting okay. stuff. Okay. Cody, actually, it would be much better for us if you just waited right outside. You just yeah. wait outside. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. All right. He's gone. Okay. Good. Here, he, here he goes. All right. You want to, you want to call security, Jordan? Yeah. Just give him a ring. Get that fucker right out of here. Uh, yeah, he's the, the tall one. The tall cool jacket. Cool jacket. Yes, okay, please. Cool. Please see him to the exit. Thank nice. you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. <laughs> With no further ado, I guess let's run into it. Who wants to do the first one? Anybody? Mm, nobody. Uh, take a crack at it. Go I'll, for I'll it, do buddy. the first one. Sure, sure, sure. It's a, a theoretical one, you know? One that Jordan's <laughs> going to like. A hypothetical fight, yeah, if so you So just will. think about it, and then we'll start talking about it. Okay, well, wait. So as opposed to all the other ones, which have been completely concrete examples of things from real life? Yes, uh, 100% literal things. Uh, no, this is uh, uh, the simple question. Sure. Which villain is the most right? Oh, oh my good God. God. I immediately have an answer, but let me try to brainstorm another one. Because it's obviously Thanos. Oh, really? Was the most right? He's the most right in his decision, not in his decision making, but in his reasoning. Not, okay. I, I would say the reasoning was wrong. Maybe, maybe his ends are the most justified. All right, but his means are improper. Okay, hmm? fair. Does that does that track? Completely fair. Yeah. I get it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Not enough resources in this world. Mm-hmm. Truth. Yeah. Get an Deleting. All power, get an all powerful gauntlet. Double the resources in the universe. Oh, ooh. Uh oh. Hmm. There's a break in the ch- break in the old chain. I think he did the opposite. He did. Shoot. Yeah. Can't just double all the resources. Yes, you can. Then you're going to end up with two infinity gauntlets. And now you've got a whole other infinity gauntlet. What no, if... actually, you break the first one. First snap. Got another one right here. Look, the only well, the only way to stop double, a bad guy with an infinity gauntlet is a good guy with an infinity okay. gauntlet. <laughs> Shit. We need infinity gauntlets in all of our schools, our libraries, <laughs> our, our swimming pools. all our teachers with infinity gauntlets. Jordan, speak on this. <sighs> okay. <laughs> I'm looking at what you're... 
I'm just oh. going to say when you Google Korra villains, the very first thing that comes up, <laughs> the very first result uh. is the legend of Korra, colon, empathizing with the villains. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to, let's talk for a second about Amon. And if yeah. you, the listener, have not watched the legend of Korra, this is not going to be for you. This Do is a little, a, Take a little pause of Ruski. Go watch Legend of Korra. Yeah. Do come that. Back. Come okay. back to it. Way more important. We're going to spoil than... every season, I think. Yeah. yeah. Isn't Amon only in the first season? He's only yeah. in the first season. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk quickly about what Amon is trying to do. So there's a governing body of the new kind of republic of all the benders, and it's represented by one firebender, one earthbender, one airbender, and one waterbender. They're all benders. What can a major portion of the population not do? (laughs) Use their telepathic mind powers to bend reality to their will. You would think that someone lacking that might need political representation, maybe, because they literally can't do magic like another portion of the population. It might be an underserved community. (laughs) Hear me out here. So what do we do? We argue that they need political representation. And what happens when we do that? They try to quell our uprising and kill us in the streets. Amon did nothing wrong. Did nothing wrong. (laughs) Name one thing he did wrong. I can't think of anything. Uh, Murder? Murder? There's a lot of murder. Like, he does murders, though, is part of it. Mm, Murder is bad. Murder is bad. Amon is the most identifiable of the villains from Korra. Okay. Certainly. Another, another I don't villain. remember the other villains, to be honest, from, from Korra. Fascists, except for one. Okay, so there's Unalak. <laughs> not going to dive into that one. That's fine. I'll, I'll set that one aside. Um, yeah, whatever. It's for another time. Yeah. He's it's, like a, he's a waterbender supremacist, right? It's like a it's like a, there's a weird waterbender, waterbender supremacy thing, but it's also like he wanted to tie the physical and the spirit world together, which is fine. Yeah. Right? yeah. If I'm thinking the yeah, right guy. Yeah, it's just he didn't realize yeah. that the spirit world is bad. Yeah. Okay, Zaheer. Zaheer's the airbender who strangles people and uses airbending for bad. Yeah. A bad mm, dude, right? Yes. Commits a, an assassination. Commits an assassination. Right. Of whomst? So go to the Earth Kingdom. The Earth Kingdom is literally a totalitarian, authoritarian monarchy that brainwashes its own people uh-huh. and has a group of secret police that will arrest you and take you underground for brainwashing if you yeah. do so much as question their authority. Uh-huh. And he kills yeah. their monarch so that the people can take control of their government. It's good. He's basically George Washington. Ah. I, I would say he's this. airbending George Washington. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I would say there's literally no difference between him crossing the Potomac and when Zaheer flies up and is light and as the wind. snatches the air out of the lungs of a dictator. There's no difference. No I difference. can't see the difference. Um, so I would say most of the villains in The Legend of Korra are actually doing the right thing in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. and I support them politically. <laughs> okay, great. Good, great. good, good. Uh, also, Darth Sidious, because he killed whoa, the Jedi. Whoa. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, shit. Coming out of left what? field here. Coming wow. out of left field here. The Jedi created a group of basically genetic slaves, like people sure. who were hardwired to grow extra fast, obey any order, and be war slaves. Yeah. They, they landed on that. They found that sitting in the wild. And they were like, yum, 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 yum. Yay. Here <laughs> Are we you go. talking about the Padawans? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The younglings? Indoctrinating the children? Yeah, let's go around all over the universe and let's convince a bunch of parents to give their children up to a weird religious order thousands of miles away and never let them see thousands them again. Thousands of miles? 
literally hundreds of dozens of miles. <laughs> but yo, Sidious, no. And he kills the Jedi. He doesn't. Okay, that and the is the Jedi are the bad people of the prequels. Externality. But the the additional <laughs> the genocide afterwards. Okay, fine. Is I'd even like to less justified. I'd like to <laughs> refine my answer to say the Jedi in the prequels. He doesn't kill the Jedi to stop their cool genetic slavery. He, he kills the Jedi as a quell for power. A quell? Okay, well then Quill. Fine. A fine. Qu- a Peter no. Quill for power. <laughs> fine. Then Anakin is the hero of the prequels, and the Jedi are the villains of the prequels, and they're the most susceptible. He From is... my point of view, Jedi are, are, are evil. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jedi are evil. Maybe Irish it's, version? it's time for the Jedi to end. I think so. No, that... I think we should run it forever. I think we should keep making them until forever. <laughs> maybe that's just me as a Star Wars fan. Make a rule of two well, movie. Cowards. Uh, oh man, please, yeah. please do it. <laughs> okay, anyway, those are my two. Those are my two entrants. There's, there's, there's Vite um, from the Watchmen movie and comic. Oh yeah, yes, Ozymandias. Yeah, you could make the, you could make the argument. Yep, 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 yep. He's a little bit kind of off his rocker though. He's a little in bit in the show. Is what you're saying, or in the movie? Even in the books, I feel like he's off his rocker. A little, a little off. His, I mean, he's like a like serial narcissist, right? Yeah. Like he like I'd sees him himself with, as a god. I put him there with Thanos. Yeah, equal. I identify with them. Mass I, destruction I, I, yeah, for the purpose the of same. saving the world. Killing millions to save billions. Okay, a serious answer other than the Legend of Korra ones, which are mm-hmm. objectively correct. Yeah. Uh, Magneto. Magneto I Absolutely. is so close to being- Magneto is actually right. I am on the side of Magneto usually. Yeah. In, in a lot yeah. of the movies that have been made, it's been like clear that Xavier is supposed to be better. Yeah. In several runs, it's not. Yeah. At all all clear it's very borderline and mm. several people are like yo this ain't right charles you can't just keep letting them do this and yeah. everybody flocks to magneto there's also a run in which magneto joins the x-men as like part of a weird brotherhood thing where it's like the views are even more gray mm-hmm. yeah uh and captain america calls him a terrorist and wolverine gets pissed at captain america he's like oh, he fought damn. so fucking hard blah, 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 all this very cool stuff love oh. this magneto's right magneto's right yeah so yeah. almost as sympathetic as i'm on <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> yeah eh, i'm on the most right of the core of villains i will say oh Fair. definitely fire lord ozai, fire lord ozai good <laughs> guy he's a dad he's a dad Oh, you mean Big Daddy Ozai? <laughs> Daddy Ozai. Oh, you mean uh, you mean uh, Firebending Mark Hamill? Yes, <laughs> I do mean Firebending Mark Hamill. That's a callback to a previous episode. Yeah. yeah, go back and listen, folks, all the way back to episode forty-two. Is that really going to be forty-two? The last episode? Yeah. yeah. Sick. Oh yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of some others. I don't know. What about the Law and Breaking Bad? Hmm. Because well, technically the law is the villain. Unless yeah. Walter White becomes the villain. The law in our own society. Yeah. 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 Is the villain for sure. But not a sympathetic one. Not one. I kind of like Gus Fring. Gus Fring? Yeah, pretty good. Not very sympathetic, though. No, not very super sympathetic. 100% a murderer didn't, drug dealer. Didn't yeah, do it bad, right. Bad, no. bad, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say yeah. Gus Fring, he did mean things. He's a <laughs> bad boy. Gus Fring, mean things. It rhymes, therefore it's true. Mm-hmm. Natch bad boy. Gus Fring. That's bad boy, Gus Fring. <laughs> What's up? My phone rang. Now the whole episode shot. All right, we're starting over. All right. Sound speeds. I'm your oldest brother, Jerkin Maple Bay. <laughs>
I don't even want to follow that up. It's staying in. It's All right. Staying in. Uh, that's it. I just wanted to explore the space, have Jordan talk for a long time. What about yeah. all of them? We know all where villains. Jordan lands. What about all what? Of of who's the most? The most. Oh, important. I guess I guess you have Magneto. Jordan has Magneto Amon. for sure. For me, is the most not sympathetic. I don't know about sympathetic, but, but correct. Like, yeah, in their correct. actions, mm. is Magneto. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, I got one. All right, hit us. Okay, let me guess. <laughs> so this next fight is called Spyro Agnew. Yeah. <laughs> um it's just a straight up fight. This fight will take place on Spear Pillar. Did you say Spyro or Spiro? I said Spyro Agnew, S P Y R O space Agnew. <laughs> okay. So this battle takes place on uh, Spear Pillar, because it seemed kind of close to Spyro. I don't know. Uh-huh. Uh, mm-hmm. It's that mountaintop temple at the top of Sinnoh region in Pokemon, where Dialga and Palkia f- were created when the universe was formed. And they will both be present, occasionally slowing down time or disorienting space throughout this fight. Uh, we have six contestants in this fight. For those of you who are not familiar with Spiro Agno, he was the vice president under Richard Nixon. Yep. Uh, he fought in the Battle of the dick. Bulge, and he was a Republican vice president who um, was famously against anti-Vietnam demonstrations. And that's it's really not that important that he's a member of any of these teams, really. Mm-hmm. You can basically sub in just a normal human male former soldier politician. Yeah. If you want to hear something very cool, very fun about him, uh, go back. Uh, don't go, actually go back. Come to me, become my friend, and I'll show you a previously recorded episode of All Fights in which we ran down presidential candidates in the zombie apocalypse. Oh, yeah. And we agreed Spiro Agnew would be- Nixon and Agnew was a fucking powerhouse. He would be so strong in the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> Disgusting. Anyway, yeah, rad. I saw his name while I was reading an article earlier this week, and I was like, dang, that dude has a cool name. And then that basically launched me into making the following six contestants who will all be in just a straight-up fight. Right on. The first one is Spiro Agnew- that's Spiro spelled like the Pokemon. It's okay. Spiro Agnew, and he has one Pokeball, and it has a level 100 Spiro, flying-type bird Pokemon uh, with a yeah. big beak. Okay. All right. The second one is Spiro Agnew. Uh, you might know that Spiro Agnew was Greek. Um, so it's Spiro Agnew commanding a Greek phalanx. Um, oh, they're Greek soldiers teleported straight out of Athens. No, Spiro declined to take Greek lessons when his father offered to pay for them. I read this on Wikipedia wow. today. So he cannot communicate with the soldiers. Oh, no. But Spiro <laughs> is in charge of this. He's phalanx. in charge of that? Okay. Yes. They are teleported out of time, and they and he, know that he is in charge, but they do not know how to communicate with him. Got it. He, or he could communicate with like sign language, or kind of the way Bill and Ted communicate with Napoleon. Yeah. Or, like, yeah, pointing and yelling. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to call it like eight soldiers. Okay. It's a smaller phalanx. We've got to balance phalanx, it out. Yeah. Uh, the next one is Spyro Agnew. It's Spiro Agnew mounted on Spyro the dragon. Nice. Spyro's a small little dragon. Yeah. All right. And um, it's been said that I'm going off my rocker in my old age. So these next ones, <laughs> they're out there. Um, Spiro Suit Agnes. Jesus Zero Christ. Suit Samus gets to train Spiro Agnew in his physical prime for five years. At the end, Spiro is handed a paralyzer whip and put into a skin-tight blue rubber bodysuit. Oh, did, huh? have, you, have you been watching my dreams? Yes. Um, number five, <clears throat> Spirulina Agnikai. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to need to back that oh, one up for me, bud. Spirulina Agnikai. 
Get the fuck out of here. Out of this building, dude. Uh, Spiro Agnew, but he can firebend, except instead of fire, it's spirulina pellets. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so fucking dumb. Oh, Christ. Um, (laughs) And, um... The Spyro who agged me, uh, it's Spiro Agnew and Austin Powers tag team. No special powers here, just the two of them. Okay. Does Austin Powers have his mojo or not? <laughs> I'm sure he has his mojo. Why okay, not? Good. <laughs> Holy shit, buddy. <laughs> Gotta say, front runner for weakest for me is the Austin Powers tag team. Oh, I'm gonna need a second to breathe. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't know the Austin's power. Austin Powers, he has a tremendous like luck feat. He does have a lot of luck, mm-hmm. yeah, especially yeah. if he's nude mm-hmm. and easily concealable. I don't know if that's going to help him in this fight with Perhaps all not. these members, right? No, nobody's going to be attracted to him. Yeah, no True. charm whatsoever to speak of. Right. I missed one in between Spiro and Spirulina. That's the zero, uh, Spiro Agnew in a zero suit. <laughs> Fucking yeah, that's great. Spiro suit Agnes. Sick. <laughs> All right, sick. Wow. Okay, so I'm just going to say it right off the bat. Uh, Spear, Row Agnew, the Greek phalanx, can easily take out Austin Powers and Spiro Agnew. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah definitely. That's what they're built for. They're pretty yeah, much they're gone. knocked out. Quick. I uh, think what? it would be a pretty good match between Zero Suit and Spear Row. Uh, Zero Suit, uh, Spear Suit Agnes versus Spear Row. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's actually a pretty good fight because um, five years training with a cybernetic bounty hunter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's kind of your test is can you defeat eight people armed with primitive weapons but while you have nothing extremely but... well trained. Yeah. Yes, that's true. Mm-hmm. And, you know, someone who did fight in a war yourself, a clone of yourself, mm-hmm. and all you have is a futuristic whip and uh and your cool blue bodysuit. Yeah. Skin tight on Spiro Agnew. Very skin sexy. tight. And, yeah. and and time is like slowing down. Uh, sometimes it speeds up, sometimes it slows down. Okay, you got gods of, of time right. and gods of space playing havoc with the battlefield, which plays in Spirosuit Agnes's favor because yes. Spirosuit Agnes is trained in like uh, you know in zero G, trained on like extraterrestrial planets. Probably picked up a few power ups along the way. I I I I'm in favor of Spirosuit Agnes. Yeah, over over Spear Bro. Better improvisational skills over yeah. Spear Row. and just the cybernetic whip. I think that that does. A There's lot a lot of. of harsh advantages that's why i thought they would be a good matchup but yeah. i do think yeah zero spiro suit might might take it yeah might yeah. be able to do like a cool leap and get behind them yank them yeah. towards them absolutely that, yeah. yeah there's only eight of them too i feel like and if it's a true greek phalanx they weren't metal shields wicker shields yeah. often they had wicker shields which mm. isn't gonna yeah. do great against the whip yeah and thing. it's right. also it doubles as a paralyzing stun gun so yeah. you can stun one of them just combo on them and, and that's a hole in your phalanx and that's what you don't want yeah yep yeah, I did the research just now. Spyro, Spiro, I don't know how we're saying Spyro. Spyro. Spyro is uh, roughly four foot five yeah. in height, which means that Spiro is- Standing up on is hind legs? Just standing on the ground. Okay. Yeah. yeah, teenage dragon. Which means that uh, Spiro is bigger, is bigger yes. than that dragon. Yeah. Yes, that, that, that it's, dragon. it's a little dragon, little so, baby dragon. No riding. Yeah, he'll probably want to dismount because uh-huh. Spyro actually can't fly yet because it's <laughs> yeah. still a teenage dragon. Yeah. Even as an overland creature, can't ride on this thing's back. You're yeah. going to hurt it, Spiro. Get right. off. But. Got some fire breathing. Absolutely. And actually a lot of elemental breathing. It has ice uh, breath. It right, has poison right. breath. Um, uh, front flip? 
Spyro. <laughs> uh, I think it does have a. <laughs> I think right. Double jump. Flip. Double jump. Yeah. Pretty sure. Uh, yeah. And it also has the ability to focus chi into energy balls and launch those there at its go. opponents. Oh, Hell yeah! Oh yeah! So that's pretty powerful. Yeah. If I were um, okay, so here's the matchup for us. <laughs> Who wins between Spyro Agnew and Spirulina Agnikai? Oh, Spirulina Agnikai. E-Z. You think, you think what firebending... What is spirulina? Um, spirulina is like an like algae. A, yeah. It's like a... Um, it's like a... I thought it was a grain. It's a dietary yeah. supplement yeah. made yeah. of uh, like of, a like microorganism, yeah. like an algae yeah. that like, they what, put in a pallet. Pellets. What would that do in a fight um, against it's, a spiro? It's, well, you're able to bend it. So if you have large quantities of it... I guess. And it's... <laughs> I specifically okay, chose. Yes. I specifically like chose Sandman. Wait, wait, timeout. Yeah, it's like Sandman. <laughs> specifically chose firebending so that you can pop them into existence. Oh, that's why. That's why what? I chose firebending. That's wild, dog. Then yeah, it's E G G between Spyro and Spirulina. It's easy, easy. Is Spirulina gonna drown Spyro and Spirulina? Mm. Spyro about the size of a human person. You're going to be able to take down a a dragon that size with spirulina bending. Uh, That's not just any normal dragon, though. That dragon can shoot chi bombs in addition to all the classic, like, physical attacks. How long has spirulina agnikai been training? Um, Are they good? Good enough to win an agnikai? Oh, boy. Uh, (laughs) I don't know. we got to set a skill level on this person. Uh, We gave Zero Suit Samus five years, but that was mostly to make up for the fact that it was... Let's go easy, low level. uh, Zuko Azula fight at the end of Airbender. Yeah, and also (laughs) the moon is a giant spirulina pellet. No more more moon, uh, and there's a comet overhead. Yeah. Good? A spirulina comet. comet. is made of spirulina. (laughs) Nice. Uh, Yeah, no. Uh... Uh... Nixon's Comet. Nixon's, Nixon's Comet. <laughs> yes. I genuinely think it's a good matchup, though, given a, an advanced bending skill. Okay, you might be able to, you know, throw out a couple spirulina blasts that knock Spyro away from you, mm-hmm. but Spyro's charges are pretty bad. If Spyro yeah, gets within, butt, right? like, a uh, headbutting range or a claw raking range or even whipping you with its tail, I mean, that, like, pierces through metal armor in, in some of the video games, right? Like, yeah. some of the enemies with armor that overpowers them yeah. plus a fire itself can he can he fire breathe or freeze the spirulina coming at him is spirulina flammable well freezing it's going to make it worse because then it's, it's then it's harder hardened answer. yeah but fire might, might be work. flammable yeah but can spire do a sustained blast uh, of fire? fire not like or super it all long. balls um i think it like consumes your chi if i remember correctly something long because you could do a sustained blast of spirulina <laughs> yes you're right you can um it will i mean it's controlled by your breath right you gotta breathe in and Mm -hmm. spirulina out yes um what's the spirulina bending equivalent of shooting lightning from your fingertips uh i was just thinking of its nutritional yeast oh okay (laughs) yeah yeah. there we go when you have to bring it (laughs) you have to bring it in down up and out uh, for 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 the nooch. I was just picturing Spyro Agnew <laughs> shooting out Esher dietary milkshake. <laughs> There's got to be a thick water bender, though, huh? <laughs> Not thicc. I'm talking about thick water. Yeah, for for Look everyone up, with the swallowing it. disorder. Thick dash it. If you got a swallowing disorder, this is the water for you. I kind of like spirulina because spirulina Agnew can also fly in theory. If I mean it's shooting out. 
pellets. Yeah. And, uh, and every action, equal step. and opposite reaction. Given it advanced enough bender, you're going to be able to fly. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And as soon as, like, space gets funky or something like that, like, Spyro's going to be in a weird spot, but I feel like the Spirulina person can switch to using them like a thruster jetpack type of situation uh-huh. and doing a Prince Zuko flight. Also, Kung Fu training, you'd be able to calm your mind in a weird temporal situation. Yeah. I'm liking it versus Spyro. Oh, actually, I think Spyro has kind of like Kung Fu training um, for what it's worth so that we don't get flamed by the Spyro stands at home. Uh, But doesn't Nixon have to, not Nixon, doesn't uh, Agnew have to be controlling Spyro? In Technically, it was a mount. Yeah, so you're right. Yeah, riding on top doesn't work very well. It's called a dragon kata. Dragon kata. Yeah, it's an Uh, ancient dragon martial art. Like Um, Okay, this one's going to Spirulina Agnew. Cool. Now we got oh, Spirulina Agni Kai. Spirulina Agni Kai, of course. Uh, what about against Spiro, the Pokemon? Okay. Yeah, like, that, more this powerful is what I'm than Spyro. About. A right? level one hundred Spiro. Yeah, is it more powerful than Spyro? Is a level one hundred Spiro more powerful than Spyro? Because Spyro has more powers. Yeah, and he did defeat Nasty Norman. <laughs> I think any landed blow by the Spiro, this is, is going to be powerful. fucking unlistenable. <laughs> How dare you do this? <laughs> I think any landed blow by the level 100 Spearow. The Pokemon. Will, the Pokemon will be a lot more damage than the Spyro. Yeah, right? certainly. Certainly. Probably, yeah. I, I feel like a Spyro will beat like a chump thing. You mm-hmm. know, like he fights like chump enemies that are like orcs and like armored robots and stuff. But, like, but mm-hmm. level 100, pretty much anything gets real strong with yeah. each real, attack. Real, real, real Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think it would be about movement at that point. Yeah. Yeah, and the Spiro has the Spiro Pokemon mm-hmm. has flight that Spyro the dragon does not. Does not so have. Spyro the dragon, you know, you maybe have like close breath weapons and things like that. Yeah. But most of his his combat ability is being able to close the gap and use his dragon kata on the enemy, but he doesn't really have that against uh Spiro. Yeah. Oh wait, no. I was thinking this whole time of Firo, the giant one. Oh no, this totally weakens. Yeah, it. it's the little bird. It's the little tiny it bird. It's a level. It's a level one hundred tiny bird. Yes, I mean its speed is going to be great, Isn't but that it never the second evolved. Evolution? No, or no, Spiro no. Is the first evolution. No, it's Spiro and then Firo. And then Firo. Oh, yeah. there's no baby version. Oh my gosh, I've been doing my head cannon all wrong this whole time. But also, TM, 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 TM. Let's start a punk band called Firo Agnew. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> fuck, dude. That's powerful. <laughs> Listeners at home, just blot that whole last don't, ten seconds out of your bleep, brain. Bleep, bleep, bleep. We TM, have TM, the TM. option of editing it out. Yeah, we do, but I won't. I don't even want to learn to play instruments. I just want to put up punk band posters with Firo Agnew. We'll have Cody make us stickers. Yes. For Firo Agnew. Cody, Definitely. come back yeah. in the room. Come <laughs> back <laughs> in the room. Come back in. You make us stickers, sweetheart. Get out of here. Make us a t-shirt, too. And a t-shirt. Firo Agnew. Triple J Fight Podcast. <laughs> okay, so for me, now that I'm thinking about the fact that it's a Spiro, it's going to get punked on. It's just a dumb... They're only powerful when they're in flocks. They're just not good Pokemon. They're they're super weak Pokemon. If, yeah. you, if you took one into the Elite Four, you would get fucking clowned on. They're just a Even trash Pokemon. Even at level 100, they're just... There are very few level 100 Pokemon that would be worse to have in the original that? 150. S-P-E-A-R-O-W. Like a Sparrow. Yeah. Yes. Like a Sparrow. It's, it's basically spear. just an angry Sparrow. Yeah. It's power set. Would, it's like move set would be a lot lower than a Fioro too. Yeah. Like, it, it's less strong. Its base stats are going to be weaker. And it's a very common, I think it's bird and normal type. So Spyro, yeah. 
Spyro does Dragon Kata, which is a type of fighting type. Mm-hmm. Fighting beats normal. Oh, but it's a bird. Flying beats fighting. Whoops. Dragon beats flying. Dragon beats normal. Fighting beats normal. Uh, it's Spyro on type efficiency. Damn. Yeah. <sighs> Glad we could logic that out. That was bothering me. Oh, where are you? Right. Yeah, I think I think stats wise, Spiro's stronger. But yeah, but the what but the types, yeah. Type disadvantage, I think yeah. That's what, I was that's what does it in. I mean it, it had a good shot, but Spyro can use Ice Breath, which will be super effective on the bird. Or he can use mm-hmm. Dragon Breath, which is super effective doubly super effective. Yeah, that's that's not looking good for Spiro right. Agnew. A level five Spiro has two hundred and thirty nine XP. Uh, a level one hundred Spiro has 7,165,679 XP. It's going to be really hard to take that motherfucker down. It's definitely fought a lot. Uh Uh-huh. Don't get me wrong, but we have to consider the stats, Jevin. How does XP relate to HP? I was looking at the wrong chart. It's That's just how much you need to level it yeah. up. Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll take your guys' word. I know, I know way less about Pokemon. Yeah. It's just it's just not going to do super well. Okay. What do we have left? We still, Spirulina Agnikai. We still have Zero Suit Agnew. <laughs> or, sorry Spiro suit Spiro what was it okay Spiro so for, for comparison Agnes <laughs> Agnes that's what it was oh yeah right? Spiro, Spiro suit, suit Agnes, Agnes. <laughs> yeah it, it kind of sounded like Santa's <laughs> fuck I thought through every possibility you sure did um, okay, I think so it's Sp- those two facing off yeah Oh, yeah, we've lost Spiro. We've lost Spiro. We've lost Spyro. We've lost Spyro. Who did Spyro lose to? Uh, Spiro Spiro and Agnikai. And we lost the The Spiro who agged me. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Not looking good for Austin Powers. Just instant. Not groovy, baby. Yeah, it's not groovy, baby. That's true. (sighs) Okay, so Spiro suit Agnes versus Spirulina Agnikai. Now, this is a hell of a. Fight. I yeah, got way far away from the mic. This is a hell of a fight. Cybernetic bounty hunter <sighs> protege mm-hmm. and former World War II veteran who fought at the Battle of the Bulge with a. Speaking of Bulge, I think that's an opening for Austin Powers. Yeah, no, it's not. He's dead. <laughs> He's, He's dead. dead. He's dead. Let him stay dead. But I mean, he is in a skin tight bodysuit, so the Battle of the Bulge is back, baby. Hell yeah, Battle of the Bulges. That makes you horny, baby. <laughs> okay, put that guy back in the ground, please. <laughs> So if he can, he has a couple good options here. He should not grab the person and pull them in with the paralyzer whip. Uh-huh. If he can land a paralysis shot on yeah. a bender, that's like that's like chi blocking. That's he's oh, yeah. you know he's got that option. Absolutely. Or it's like the uh, what's it called? The thing that the bounty hunter has with the tongue that paralyzes. Oh, the uh, the paralytic. Um, the uh, sheer shoe. The yeah. sheer shoe. The sheer shoe. Yeah. Of course, the sheer shoe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so he's got obviously. a sheer shoe. He's got a sheer shoe in his hand. He's got a sheer shoe gun. And that he can tongue. use as a, a sheer shoe tongue-like gun. Oh, the gun does the paralyzing. The gun it's does the paralyzing. It, it is both a right. whip and a gun. Jesus it does Christ. Both. Yeah. What it's a, a game. Uh, yeah, I know, right? It's crazy. <laughs> but that's his only real weapon. Yeah. But and it's opposed got agility. To him, agility, right? like, yes. Mm-hmm. Years Very of physical fast. training. Can he, can he roll up into a ball? No, no, no. You uh, can't no, do that in zero suit. suit. No baggy clothing to speak of. Nothing to grab. Real except for the whip. Yeah. Yep. Real skin Hand-to-hand combat, it would be... It would be a dead heat. Hand-to-hand combat, it would be a dead heat. Actually, no. I take that back. Spirulina Agnikai may know martial arts, but I feel like training with Samus Aran for five straight years. Yeah, it'll give you some immediate buff. Some stuff. Yeah, 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 your physical your physical strength. So if Spiro suits Agnes, can close the gap, or pull them in, or land a paralysis hit, then they have it out. Okay. I, I don't know if they can. It's not looking good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> If we're looking at the canon like ability to level up in 
Avatar. Mm -hmm. Y'all remember when Uncle Iroh went to jail for like six months and he came out buff as fuck, ready to rock? Yeah. That's true. Yeah, dude. He was doing one-armed push-ups after like three weeks in the the joint. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we got spirulina acne Kai on that kind of juice. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. Um, plus the acrobatics, the, you want to talk about jumping around. You want to mm-hmm. talk about someone who's going to take benefit when time slows and oh, they can absolutely. land all of their, uh, hits with perfect precision. Ooh, boy. It's going to be uh, that person with yeah, a can... laser focus that you get from practicing that chi in and out all day, baby. Mm, that's true. I'm liking it. I'm liking Spirulina and Agni Kai, both saying it and just in the fight. I think it's good. Yeah. Yeah. Being in this. Spiro suit, I, I think, has its disadvantages. <laughs> if they were in the, if if Agnes was in the regular suit, it might might offer some benefits. That's but true. I think I'm just going to call are... this episode Spiro Agnew. It's just going to be called Spiro Agnew. Why? Why is it this way? It's because of this. <laughs> Holy shit, bud! You really did it. <laughs> yep. You really done did that one for sure. For sure. Oh, All right, boy. and our winner is Spirulina Agnikai. <laughs> <laughs> As we weird. all knew it would be. I Good thought it God. would have been one of the teams. I really thought one of the mm-hmm. teams would take it. Do a big, bold writing of Spirulina Firo Agnew. Oh, I did the same. Probably episode title. Yeah, that's pretty good, too. Firo <laughs> Agnew's fucking rad. That will be a shirt. That'll be our first shirt, probably, right? Yeah. Entering 2020 with Firo Agnew shirts. All Hell right. yeah. Find it on It's our... just good because if you don't even know what it's a reference to, it's got fear and ag, like agonization, and mm-hmm. it just sounds yeah. Firo Agnew, dude. <laughs> do you have a fight? I do. Hell I do yeah. have a uh, submitted fight. Ooh. Uh, one from our Instagram from the uh, lovely Marina Misculin. Mm. Although it's kind of open to interpretation because I'm not entirely sure what her intent was with this fight. Terrific. But uh, what she sent me was a post that said, it's a me, or it's a, it's a tweet. I hate it when people call tweets memes. memes. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, so it's someone tweeted, it's been 15 years and the lifeless CGI eyes in the Polar Express still freak me out. And it's four panels, three of which are uh, pictures <laughs> of people from the Polar Express with one panel is the dead lifeless eyes of Mark Zuckerberg. Yes, from real life. Indeed. And all Marina said was Tom Hanks. <laughs> so this is so i think a few episodes back we mentioned that she had a fight but i actually wasn't following this meme account so uh i couldn't see the photo now i do and i don't know what the fight is so no. you know let's, let's drag my ass me. marina if if i interpret it differently than you thought so so what i think this fight is is uh tom hanks in the polar express as yeah. a conductor and santa claus and Santa Claus, conductor Santa Claus combo versus Mark Zuckerberg in an android fight. Interesting. 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 Okay. I think this is what she Sure. Meant. I'm in. I am in. Okay. Is Mark Zuckerberg on the train for Polar Express? He is on the train. Oh, the, shit. The battle is happening on the train. Let's say on top of the train, like a cool, like Uncharted 2. Hey, was Tom Hanks also the dude on top of the train in Polar Express? You remember that? Oh, um, yeah, the guy who disappears with magic powers. Yeah, was he also that guy? I don't know. Very well, could it's been. very unclear. <laughs> oh man, I don't know. I can't lock it in because I don't Me neither. Know. Conductor has crazy acrobatic feats. Yeah, does mm-hmm. flips all up and down the cars. Very magical. Absolutely. Zuck has lots of money. His dexterity well, Zuck does have lots of money. Oh yeah, that's true. Uh, Dex. I was just gonna say the conductor's dexterity when he's clipping those cards. <laughs> 
Oh, that's, oh, that's wild. True. Mine says lead. It says lead. <laughs> Dumb child. Santa Claus. Santa Claus is very powerful. Magic is cola gives gifts to the kids. Yeah. Can. <laughs> Mark. Zuckerberg. Tilt. Public perception towards not believing in Santa Claus so that Santa is stripped of his powers by Ooh, running like a fake news campaign wow, on Facebook. Wow, wow, yes. wow. Yes. Without moderation, it'll Absolutely. just go on there. And he's in charge of moderation. Exactly. Who moderates the moderators? And our our public justice system doesn't know how to moderate it. Doesn't know how to enforce the laws. Because they don't well, understand how stuff. the internet works. I don't, ah, ah, a it's a mess. Baseball. I'm just realizing we're in trouble. <laughs> Anybody... What a take. You see this? We should tell someone. <laughs> Holy crap. We should tell someone. Do you guys think this is for real? <laughs> Has social media gone too far? More like anti-social media. Whoa. Am I right? Oh, oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. Oh. TM, TM, TM. That's our next t-shirt. That's our next punk band, dude. <laughs> anti-social, Forget social Zero media. Agnew. <laughs> anti-social social media club. Yeah, that's that's Mar- Mark's only out. Mark me. with prep time. Pretty hard to beat. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty hard to beat. You give him a smoker yeah. and some meats, and he's He'll got beat your you. meats. Is that what you're going for? No, he smoked meats, bro. Oh, the smoked, smoked meats, meats video. It was just like a cheap reference. <laughs> I didn't. It's not about him fapping it. Why you got to bring that into it? I don't know, man. Why are you bringing that energy into my space? <laughs> um, uh, he owns a hospital, so he has like basically infinite recovery, right? He as owns- long as, but he's on the train. Oh, he's yeah. not going to stop at Zuck Hospital. What? How how long does it take that train to get to the, the North Pole? Because Santa. So I think what it is is Zuck has enough time from being picked up in Silicon Valley mm-hmm. all the way that train ride up to the North Pole in order to disenfranchise Santa and depower him before Santa just whoops his ass. It seems like it takes a roughly three hours, maybe four. Okay. And then it movie times it out to be about an hour and 45. It's like one night canon. It's right? one night. Yeah. It's certainly one night. I, I believe it's while Santa's delivering toys, these kids get on the train, they go to the North Pole, they get off the train, they see Santa Claus, he's back from delivering toys. He says, ho, 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 I'm Tom Hanks. They get back on the train, back and to their back. beds. That so sounds reasonable. And that's yeah. a full night. And that's Those a full night. Those kids are not sleeping at all. That's no. very irresponsible They're up of drinking Mr. Hot Santa cocoa. Claus. Yeah. yeah. It's disgusting. And see, it took Mark Zuckerberg several months to destabilize the American electorate. Mm-hmm. So how is he gonna how's he gonna convince us all that the the jolly old man is a is a fictional creation? There's no way Zuck can win. Why? He's gonna learn his lesson on the way uh, from to the, the North Pole. Yeah. That's Santa's that's Santa's Too trick. Powerful. He's gonna learn he's gonna become a good boy. Yeah. He's gonna get a, a, a jingle bell. Yeah. He's gonna think about it every time and he's gonna believe in Santa for the rest of his life. Yeah, and he's gonna stop targeting advertisements. He's yeah. gonna stop collecting all of our information. He's gonna buy Tiny Tim the biggest turkey in the window. Or goose or whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> ham? Yeah. I think yeah, probably ham. Christmas no, ham. It definitely wasn't ham. It was buy me the biggest one in the window. But for Tim. Tiny Tim being a metaphor for crutch? the um... <laughs> the biggest crutch in the window, Tiny Tim. <laughs> Tiny Tim being a metaphor for the impoverished people and the turkey in the window being a metaphor for food. Yes. Yes. Oh. Uh, yes. Just a oh, clean metaphor for food. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Only metaphorically though. Yeah. Doesn't work any other way. Yeah, you're right. You know what? Santa teaches him a lesson. That's actually our best hope of having a fair election in 2020. Absolutely. Is, is a Santa Claus, Tom Hanks, Polar Express <laughs> into Silicon Valley Even scenario. Even if just Tom Hanks intervened, I think people might learn their lesson. Tom Hanks so. on a train. Hanks on a train. 
Is that anything? Hanks, Hanks on, a on a train? I think so. I've had it with these Hanks, these motherfucking <laughs> Hanks on this motherfucking train. Yeah, it's Samuel L. Jackson, and he's fighting a bunch of Tom Hanks, but they're just like slithering out of overhead compartments. Okay, new fight. <laughs> new fight. <laughs> Reptilian Tom Hanks. Reptilian polymorphic, like half snake, half human, kind of like- uh, Tom Snakes. Tom Snakes. <laughs> yeah, um, think, uh, think, who's the half snake lady? Um, Medusa? No, the uh, it's close to Medusa. It's so close one of to the Medusa. Gorgons? Uh yeah, it's one of the Gorgons. It's um half snake lady. Medusa's sister. She, who has the <laughs> snake lower body? Who has the snake yeah, yeah, lower? Yeah, I know body? exactly uh, who you're talking uh, about. Uh, you guys uh, know who uh, I'm talking uh, about. Uh, uh, Medusa is sometimes portrayed that way, but it's one of the Gorgon sisters. It's the constellation. What's the constellation? Uh cl- not Cleopatra. Orion's belt. Echidna? No, not a kidna. I'll think of it. The Big Dipper. Oh, maybe it is a kidna. The Little Dipper. Leo. Weird. Yeah. Um, oh, Orion's of- Belt. Orion's Belt. The secret of the galaxy lies on Orion's Belt. <laughs> is it a pug? Yeah. That's I a was pug. It's a cat. That's funny. Um, the cat's the one with it is, yeah. but I like the pug. You do like the pug with the I voice like that the talks like a, like a man? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, in Jordan, not knowing anything about classical mythology, Cassiopeia. the actual answer is the actual, the actual answer. Yeah, I got this one in the bag. Um, <laughs> yeah. The actual answer is echidna. I was thinking of Cassiopeia from League of Legends. Echidna, yeah, hmm. like the echidna. animal. Weird, right? And yeah. The, anyway, much like yeah. Tails. the snake with the snake body, but it's Tom Hanks. Okay, so Cassiopeia from League tails. of Legends, but it's Tom <laughs> Hanks. Tails. Versus Samuel Jackson, but he's on a plane. Versus non-sci-fi Mace Windu. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a little bit of sci-fi. Have you all seen Snakes on a Plane? I haven't. Why are they transporting those snakes on that plane? Uh, there's like a, well, no. So if I, okay, if I recall this correctly, the plot of Snakes on a Plane is- Is it like Hard Ticket to Hawaii? Mm, I've not seen Hard Ticket to Hawaii. Yeah, I, I don't think it is. So it's a, a kid witnesses a murder, like a mob mob murder. Mm-hmm. And course. he's going into witness protection and getting on this flight. The mob figures knows who it is and knows what flight it is. So they load it up with snakes. I never, no, they load up the I never would have snakes. been able to guess that that was the plot of the movie Snakes on a Plane. Okay, so we'll redo it. Or they're they're trying to kill him, and maybe the snakes are just there, and like a gas like makes the snakes fucking crazy. Something if, along those lines. If you were wondering what the connection to Hard Ticket to Hawaii is, it's too impossibly difficult to explain. It's impossible. Okay, there's a deadly snake. Hmm. In the movie. It's hard to get to Hawaii is the one where it's like he throws something and it, it's the uh, Frisbee death, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah that, okay. Death, okay. Yeah. Among many other things. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, also the famous movie where they use a rocket launcher to destroy a blow up sex doll. Yeah. Yes. Okay. 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 Um, After hitting a man on a skateboard. Okay. With a so, car. so Mace Windu is trying to save the American election by getting to Silicon Valley to teach Mark Zuckerberg a lesson, but he's going to be stopped by half snake, half human Tom Hanks that have been driven crazy by mob gas. Yes. Am I tracking it thus far? You're tracking it thus far. Okay. That is uh, our fight. I think that Samuel has no chance. This is Samuel Jackson. Yeah, but there's several Tom Hanks snakes. <clears throat> that is very hard. So many Tom Hanks snakes. He, he is... does barely squeak it out with just a regular snake. Just regular snakes. And this one's Tom Hanks. Is but... Tom Hanks venomous? Uh, ooh, that's a good question. I, I think they are. I think I'm going to say Tom Hanks poisonous. Eat Tom Hanks, get sick. Bites you, you're fine. Wow. 
the rare the <laughs> rare reverse pedantism yeah. about venomous poisonous uh-huh. where poisonous is really the correct one yeah okay well i don't think samuel l jackson is going to attempt to eat any of these half anthropomorphic snakes i'm gonna say he doesn't even realize he's in danger until it's too late maybe that's maybe tom so. hanks coming at you i bet you sam sammy calls too approachable too approachable I bet you he calls Tom Hanks and is like, dude, you're never going to fucking believe this. <laughs> no, and he's going to be like, oh, they finally used my DNA at that research center. Shoot. But that's a weird t- way to say that Tom Hanks would say something. And then Samuel L. Jackson hangs up his phone, pulls out his katana that he keeps on his person at all times, mm-hmm. and just goes absolutely ape shit. You've got mail. Yeah, actually, it's the snakes. They've got numbers on him. He's kind of an old man now. Samuel versus the Tom Kano. He just keeps trying yeah. to do Tom Hanks title movie movies. This one's going to get lost in trans. That's Bill Murray. Yeah, it is. I get it confused with the terminal. Mm. The lead in these bullets is terminal. <laughs> or these Tom snakes are going back to the terminal. Yeah. Mm? Yeah, hell yeah. Mm? All right. I'm an angel and you're a demon. <laughs> Yes, they deserve to die. And so I hope they uh, I think that's probably it. Um, yeah, I think so. Thank you, Marina. And this is what happens job, when you Marina. let when you let our imagination <laughs> just run wild. Even when you weren't here, it was weird <laughs> as hell. <laughs> I'm gonna do one more. All right, it'll be a short app. But where was it? Oh yeah, cool. Sure, it's Spock himself. Okay, Spork. Uh, but since he was a child, he's had Jedi training. Oh. Verthith. Verthith. <laughs> Great. Buck Verthith. <laughs> Versus Deanna Troy. But since she was a child, she's had Sith training. Oh. Deanna Troy is oh, Deanna from Troy Voyager? Is from TNG. Yeah. TNG. She's an empath. Uh, she so read she emotions. can read emotions. Very good for a Sith. Even okay. even at distance, yeah. like across spaceships and stuff. Yes, if it's a powerful wow, enough okay. emotion, she can read it. Uh, she's been known to read the emotions of things that were not known to have emotions. Mm-hmm. And since a child, uh, she's been trained in the Sith arts. Oh boy. Deanna Troy, Dark Side of the Force, and she can use someone's anger. She can sense someone's anger, both with the Force yeah. and with her empath. <laughs> boy, yep. I can feel it flowing through me. She can not only sense the emotions of others, but feel them. Right. So she can wield emotions mm. that are not her own. So she's an unusual one because I think one of her biggest strengths is going to be not like the straight combat, but mm-hmm. the broad scale manipulation yeah. that we see from people like Sidious or yeah. Dooku. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Where, not... where you focus less on the Darth Maul side of things. Yeah, it's not blade combat. No. Well, Count Dooku is a very powerful like fighter. Too. That's Absolutely. true. He is he's one of the best swords. He's one of the best Saberman. in the mm-hmm. curved blade. Yeah. Hilt. Sick. Um yeah, definitely. But he he, you know, tries to manipulate Obi-Wan Kenobi to join him. He's trying to do all sorts of things yeah. to manipulate people on a grand scale. Mm-hmm. She's going to be a very very powerful force user. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Feel the hatred flowing through you. Mm-hmm. Right. That's her bag. But Spock very stunted emotionally. Mm-hmm. Yes, he's a Jedi. Well, he's a Jedi. He's, he's also a vol- half Vulcan. Yes, and he's not stunted emotionally. Or he's he he. That's a part of Vulcan culture. Yes, suppressing yes. and allowing logic to w- win out. Yes, yes. Yeah. So, but it's correct me if I'm wrong. But Vulcans is it they don't express emotion or they don't feel emotion? They don't express emotion. Yeah. Uh, okay. TNG showed a uh, it was a mind meld right between Picard and Spock's father mm. and. 
there's like a dementia parallel what happens to Vulcans when they get old is they just lose control of their emotions mm, but it, okay. it's they're all there they just lose control of them yeah so they're always feeling all these things but they just don't show they so suppressed yeah. so that's also that's already fairly jedi absolutely so that doesn't necessarily offer him a whole lot other than maybe suppressing his human that's what i'm saying is he, so he's more like a regular Vulc- vulcan yes and he's going to be able to, I think, perform uh, or, or gain a lot of mastery over the Jedi arts, the Jedi style of the Force. Mm-hmm. Because deep into meditation, not letting emotions rule you, all these all these things, all these tenets that he already adheres to, plus Force. Some calm, straightforward logic, mm-hmm. a deep understanding of like xenobiology and science combined mm-hmm. with like a a mere magical understanding of xenobiology that comes from sensing the living force throwing flowing through all things. Yeah. Add all of his scientific equipment and his like time science that he does from his weird ship that crosses over in from the old show into the new movie series. Add that right. to the clairvoyance that you get from being able to sense across the universe. Oh boy. You got okay. a powerful person on your hands. Round one, Oakland Coliseum. Yep. Empty. Except for the two of them. They each have a lightsaber of their own design. Okay. And mm-hmm. they're fighting. That's it. That's round one. Mm. Mm. Okay. I think Spock, so Spock already has, what What channels the pinch, you know? The Vulcan neck pinch? I believe it's just a- Just brute strength. A brute strength thing, and it's a pressure, it's like a pressure point. Okay. Yeah. So, so then in that case, so he has immense force powers combined with physical strength. Yeah. Over, you know, Troy. Absolutely. She's not combat weathered at all. She doesn't yeah. know any. She knows some, I'm, I'm assuming. Yeah. She's in Starfleet. She's not a fighter. Yeah. Physically. But. But. Dark side of the force mm-hmm. channels off of, well, mm, usually the dark side of the force channels off of exploiting other people's anger and mm-hmm. things like that. But also channeling your own anger. Yeah. Yeah. And fear and negative emotions. I think her best out is to see if she can do something that's going to rile up Spock, which is hard. Yes. But if you do that, there's a deep well of anger that you can channel and exploit. It'd be like, I'm struggling to think of a good metaphor, but like cracking open like a small hole in like highly pressurized steam vent or something. Yeah. And there would be no hiding his anger. Right. right. He he cannot show an ounce of it, but she's an empath. She could feel it. If he's feeling it, she's feeling it. Okay. I've yeah. got a crazy idea. But well, he just won't make mistakes Yes, he, he, based on it. His, but she his can... technique will be flawless, but she will be feeding off of his energy and her own. Mm-hmm. I've got an idea. She can just kill Captain Kirk, and then there's a 50-50 chance that it'll make Spock very, very mad, or Spock won't react at all. That's why I made it yeah. an empty Oakland Coliseum. It's just a 1v1 fight. Yeah. Brutal. No prep time. They're both just there, and they know they have to fight. I like Spock's physical chances slightly mm-hmm. better, but I think that Deanna Troy, given her background in dealing with like telepathic empathy type of thing, I feel like she's going to be more adept at learning to use the Force to do things like create illusions, yeah, poison your opponent's mind and make them see like horrible visions and mm-hmm. things like that. Plus, you throw in lightning, you throw in choking. That's what I was thinking. Just her- a more yeah. powerful Force physical force user moving things creating lightning things yeah, like that i far. think she'd be choking and powerhouse like yeah. yeah spock's gonna be on the defensive at range and it he'd gives... be pretty powerful at close up mm-hmm. i think he's most definitely. powerful close up definitely i think he would be able to sense 
her game plan all throughout. And he can logic it out. Mm-hmm. You're very good at that. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's Because he's got to know how she's going to start that. He's got to know she's going to start with, okay, I'm going to pick him up and try and choke him. So yeah. he's going to use he the force to... Also know that she will be trying to channel his emotions. Mm-hmm. So maybe which he's been able extra cleared out. Like he's just like, nope, everything's, I'm good right. Yeah, now. being able to measure his emotions and try to channel that away. If he's smart, he'll break into like a like a force sprint, like what they use in Phantom Menace or something like that, yeah. and try and close the gap. Maybe maybe he can practice up his saber throws or something like that. Yeah, so he can yeah. have like a sniper's range at this. Because I think I think letting loose your saber is not going to be a good thing to do in this fight. That's fair. They could force throw it or mm-hmm. force pull it. Yeah. yeah, totally fair. Totally fair. Uh, taking it up close, I think might be might be Spock. He'd get the edge. Yeah, definitely. Wait, wait for a, a, a waiver in Deanna. But like in, until he can get there, I think it's Deanna. It's like wild. Yeah, yeah. She's got she. You know, she's gonna have force lightning storms. The rage flowing through her is not gonna look pretty. Mm-hmm. I mean, when she gets mad in the show, it's like it's genuinely scary, and she like, yeah shifts whole episodes around. Sometimes she just starts crying out of nowhere. She can feel things. Yeah, and it's like oh no, oh no. And then yeah, sometimes her emotions become a cloud yeah. that make other people feel bad. Oh, it's I wasn't even thinking stuff, about right? that. They're in the Oakland Coliseum and it's empty. Fine. Deanna Troy can still draw on the emotional suffering of a whole planet. Yes, that's true. She can pick uh, up extraterrestrial beings at a distance. Yeah. She could just like take all of the misery that goes through the city of Oakland in uh, an average day. That can't be that hard. I mean, mm-hmm. she's near just the Coliseum. Just your guys' apartment. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. If she gets, just gets a signal zero in on Jevin, then it, she's it's not even close. Unlimited yeah. power. 10 out yeah. of 10. Deanna? Uh, Deanna Troy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was going to fill the Coliseum with people, uh, both rooting for each side, but now I don't need to. Only helps Deanna, I think. Only helps Deanna. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, this might be actually a huge exploit, being able to exploit the misery of others through Dark Side of the Force. Empath. Oh. That's not good. Very, very powerful. That was my fight. Came up with it it a while ago. Knew I was almost never going to do it if we had a guest on. Yeah. (laughs) It's a pretty good one. Depends on the guest. Yeah. You just need... To know TNG and Star Wars. And Star Wars, yeah. That's it, though. I think that's all. That's probably it. I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. We hit an hour. All right. Let's Uh, do it. Cody, do you want to plug anything? Oh, Oh, my God. Let's just cut that. I'm cutting that for sure. I'm not even going to bleep it. I'm just going to cut it out. Yeah. Yeah. That's just not really. Yuck. Yeah. Okay. Band's back on. (laughs) Band's back on. 2021. We'll see you you next time, Cody. Yeah. That one was a joke. He will be back on in 2020. At some point. Yeah. We even, won't tell you, though, Even listener. the disgusting thing he just said. We'll have him back on. Cody Frost will return. <laughs> <laughs> Fight another day. <laughs> what are our plugs? If you want to follow us on social media, you can follow us at Twitter. On Twitter, at AllFightsPod. Nice. Uh, or on Instagram, at AllFightsConsidered. Interact with us. Drag our ass. Correct us if we're wrong about something. Angry? We'll, we'll, we'll address it. Us, too. Uh huh. Um, you can also email us fights at allfightsconsidered at gmail dot com or on our website allfightsconsidered dot com. Nice. Um, if you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm at a Jason Duval. Groovy, excellent. Go ahead and leave us a rating on iTunes. It's really helpful. It helps people know that we are a show that exists. Also, a huge shout out to Colton Redwine for creating our opening theme and for mastering each and every episode. Thank you, Colton. You're a musical genius. Nice. If you want to make us say dumb stuff, like 
uh, Spiro level 100 versus Spiro versus Spiro Agnew versus Spiro Suit Agnes versus Spirulina Agnikai versus the Austin Powers one whose name I forget. The Spiro who Agnewed me. The Spiro who Agnewed me. Great. You can send us fights through any of the things that Jason mentioned. You can send us fights there. You should also be telling people about the show if you like it because that really helps us out get new listeners as always i am at kevin with a j on twitter i do jokes there i use my instagram blah 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 blah, blah. that's gotta be it happy new year welcome happy to 2020 everybody happy new year Whoa. Whoa. wait hold up i Whoa. have one plug okay technically there was no year zero on the calendar so the next decade doesn't start until 2021 because there's no year zero <laughs> it's okay. one to ten then 11 to 20 that's how it works okay this is, bye this is a dumb tweet <laughs>